Hi, this is Mitch Doan, and along with Jamie Richardson, we're your hosts of the Breakthrough Active podcast. We aim to deep dive into health and fitness that will help bring you a better understanding of topics that are of interest to you and can help you on your own journey. If you are enjoying the episodes, we'd love for you to leave us a rating on the platform you listen to your podcasts. Enough from me, sit back, relax, and enjoy the episode. Hello, hello. I am here today to answer some questions about nutrition that I've got this week. Uh, I know that nutrition can be a little bit challenging at times when you hear all sorts of different um, things and different answers from different sources. So I had some specific questions that I did want to discuss and did want to answer to the best of my ability. Um, it's only going to be a short video, but like I mentioned, just wanted to clear up a few uncertainties that some people uh, have had uh, with me recently and have posed a few questions. So I thought it would be a good opportunity to answer um, some of those. So uh, one that I have gotten a few times uh, for people who are weighing and measuring their food. Question is, do you weigh meat raw or cooked? So this is uh, one that can be debated um, you know, back and forth between both both ways. But to keep it simple, I think it is better to weigh it raw. I think it's easier when you go to the butcher or when you go to the deli, uh, the supermarket, you are going to be ordering or uh, buying the food in its raw state. So it's a lot easier to plan. If you need uh, 500 grams of chicken for five servings of 100 grams, then you buy 500 grams of chicken um, and then uh, and then obviously cook that up and then you've got five servings. Uh, it is going to shrink a little bit when you cook it. Uh, that, that goes for all meats. So I guess the best advice I can give is really not to sweat the small stuff. If your 100 gram um, serving becomes 91 grams, that's fine. If you're, you, know, you end up getting 530 grams and then you've got slightly over 100 grams per serve and it ends up shrinking down a little bit, then that's fine too. You don't want to sweat the small stuff. And the important thing is that we are roughly in that uh, that dynamic and roughly within that number that we are, are aiming to, to hit um, in its raw state. But do know if you do measure it afterwards, it will be less. But like I mentioned, don't sweat the small stuff. Um, is it okay to drink tea and coffee? Uh, it's okay to drink and eat anything. Um, but, but coffee and, and tea, uh, tea is absolutely fine. Uh, typically with that, you're not going to be adding too much to it. I have spoken recently about how I like to add a little bit of honey and a dash of milk to mine. That's fine. Uh, obviously with coffee, same deal, adding a bit of milk, a bit of sugar is all good too. Um, and I spoke about this recently too. It's it's a little bit different when you're having an instant coffee with a bit of extra milk and sugar compared to a whole latte or you know one of the... Uh, frappuccinos or whatever the hell they're called when you get it from a cafe i'm not a coffee drinker so i don't know all the different types but uh, with some of those specialty coffees and, and from the cafe you do get lots of extra milk and cream and sugar and chocolate and all sorts of additives that obviously are adding up and adding to that total calorie bank that you're having for your coffee so uh, if you're having an instant coffee at home with a bit of sugar and a bit of milk it's going to be probably somewhere between 20 and 40 calories. Um, if you have it down in a cafe, it's gonna be probably somewhere around 200 to 300 
uh, to even sometimes more, depending on the size and what you have with it. So they're absolutely fine to drink. Uh, be mindful of that. If you are getting it out and having it from cafes, you need to be extra mindful because with that comes a lot of extra calories. Uh, another question, is sparkling water okay to drink? Yes, absolutely the same as normal water. So no problems there. Um, a couple extra ones that I did have um, was about eating out and the best things to eat when you're out at a cafe or at a pub or at a club or something and you are wanting to stay on that healthy bandwagon. Uh, obviously, you know, I have spoken about and we have discussed times when you are able to fit in, you know, just about any food that you like as long as it's within moderation. So that is you know, something to be considered. But if you are wanting to stick to um, quote unquote clean foods where you've got you know, meats and vegetables and, and healthy carbohydrates and things, then there are a few options that most places will have. Uh, a salad, so some sort of Thai beef salad or some sort of beef salad or a chicken Caesar salad or, or Moroccan salad, there's a few different types normally that you'll see at cafes and pubs and clubs and things that you can get your hands on. So that's always going to be a good option if you are wanting wanting something like that. And there is always an option if you wanted to be adventurous and ask the um, ask the staff if you can have a little bit of extra meat or a little bit of extra chicken. Um, they may be nice and may not even charge for it, and you can uh, add that in too. And the other option that you can have with these salads is you can ask for dressing or sauce on the side. So often, what can make salads a little bit heavier calorie-wise is all the sauce and cream and. Um, delicious dressings that they have so if you ask for that on the side then you can use as much of it or as little of it as you want uh, apart from salads um, sandwiches wraps um, you can get some sort of chicken or, or beef or, or steak and just have that one with veggies as opposed to with chips uh, or mash um, they're always going to be good options too especially if you you are wanting a, a nice full meal and you want to enjoy something a little nicer, a little more filling than a salad. Um, but yeah, that would be that would be my few options. Salad's very safe. Um, and then, like I said, chicken or a steak or a wrap or a sandwich or something, normally you can have that uh, pretty guilt-free as long as you don't have chips and mash and things with it. Um, looking at tea, is it best to drink it hot or cold? Doesn't matter. It just matters what you add to it. So if there are some sorts of tea that has lots of extra sugar in it, then that's gonna be not as good as if it doesn't have all the sugar in it, surprise, surprise. So whether it's hot or cold, doesn't matter. It, it all depends what you add to it. Um, with water, I'm drinking 2.5 liters a day, which I can do, but there is some, is there something that you can put in it to change the taste? So I've heard this quite a bit over the years where People don't really drink too much water because they find it very bland and they get over it and they get sick of drinking it, so they want a bit of flavor. Uh, without going down the supplement route, because there are some supplements that can sort of make things taste a little nicer uh, with water, but diet cordial is a really good one. So if you do like a certain uh, flavor of cordial, lemon, lime, um, mango, uh, raspberry, I haven't bought cordial in a long time, but I'm sure there's lots of different flavors and there's lots of diet options available too. So obviously if you're getting full strength cordial, it comes with lots of sugar, 
But if you want to add just a dash of diet cordial in there, it will give it some extra taste. And if that encourages you and helps you drink at two and a half liters a day, which which we're aiming for, then, then that's going to be something that you should do. So check out diet cordial at your supermarket. And very last question, uh, with our kilojoules and calories over the day, is it better to have three main meals and snacks or make our main meals bigger so they last longer, so we feel more full, I think, is what um, the question is. Uh, my thought is to make meal main meals moderate size and have snacks to fill in the hours between them. Uh, again, it, it comes down to preference, but I feel as though that eating regularly throughout the day is going to lessen the likelihood that you are going to overindulge and overeat in those main meals. So if you are having just a, a nice, normal, sensible size breakfast, lunch, and dinner, and then you're having some snacks between those meals and even a bit of a dessert snack, then you are going to be at more of a stable level of hunger throughout the day and you are less likely to have those periods where you feel like you need to binge and overeat and eat huge meals, uh, which is what some people can do, especially towards the end of the day if they haven't eaten much food throughout. So my advice would be keep meals moderate sized, have some snacks to fill in that time between and that should set you in good stead for, uh, for a stable level of hunger throughout the day. Um, that's it. That's all the questions I've had last uh, last couple of days. So I wanted to share. Hope if you've asked any of these questions that you've got value. And even if you didn't ask any of these, perhaps you've learned a thing or two and I've been able to help there. So thanks for listening, guys. I'll talk to you on the next one. Thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed the episode. If there is a topic you'd like us to discuss that we haven't already, please make sure you reach out in Facebook Messenger and we'll do our best to cover it in the upcoming episodes. For those of you enjoying the podcast, we'd love for you to like, subscribe and leave us a rating. It really helps us grow and spread the good word. Hoping you're all having a great day and we'll be sure to see you on the next one.